Bite Size Insights with Kantar Australia. So hi, I'm Sarah King and I'm the Global Head of Brand for the Insights Division of Kantar. So Sarah, you've done a fair bit of work in this particular area. What are the key things that brands can do in terms of regaining consumer trust, especially given just how low uh, that trust level generally is with brands, but also with you know broader institutions as well? Yeah. So um, we've been talking about, from our research, three things that we think, three kind of clusters. We're talking in terms of the three eyes of trust, uh, which are um, identification, uh, integrity, which kind of talks for itself, and uh, inclusion. Mm-hmm. And identification, I think, is the kind of key to it, because that's about being human, you know, and humanizing your brand, because what's happening is that people are kind of, you know, people and brands are getting closer, particularly in the kind of connected world. And people are talking about brands often in kind of quite human terms and seeing the relationships in those terms. And I think uh, identification is about making sure that you're hitting that emotional spot where people can connect with you in the same way that they might connect with a person in an authentic way. Um, And identification, I think, is when you you feel that there's something in common between you and the brand. And for me personally, this is about a brand being clear about who it is. If you Mm -hmm. think about it in terms of a person, so really understanding who you are, what you stand for, defining yourself really clearly. And I think if you do that, that then some of the other things flow naturally, because if you know who you are, then that will dictate your behaviours. And if your behaviours takes us into kind of integrity, which is about being authentic, being authentically yourself, and um, behaving in ways that make sense in terms of the kind of character of your brand and why your brand exists and its purpose. Um, And integrity obviously also includes just good behaviour, trustworthy behaviour, you know, taking care of people, um, keeping them safe and all of those things. And I think also kind of performing what you say you'll do, actually meeting your promises. And then the last I is inclusion. And inclusion is about uh, really sharing power with your consumer. And that's really important, particularly in the relationship between kind of big brands, which people often feel a little beleaguered by that big brands have the advantage and they, they don't respond well to that always. Mm-hmm. So again, even a big brand, you know, thinking that, you know, sharing that kind of power, there's a mutuality, there's a reciprocity in terms of the relationship. But for me, it all comes down to that, that core thing about thinking about the brand in kind of human terms so it can be related to and people can care about it and it can care about you. Mm-hmm. I think that's the, the essence of it. What do brands stand to gain then if, if they get this, um, I guess, this trust equation? I guess it's an equation in some respects. You're balancing yeah. different elements. If they get that right, what do they stand to gain? Well, there's a lot of evidence from the brand Z work that we have that trusted brands are, you know, they do better. They are healthier brands. They are more, um, they have more kind of brand affinity. They have uh, advertising that people like better, all of those sorts of things. A lot of the kind of scores around around brands are better for trusted brands. You can see there's a clear correlation there. But actually, the, 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 the thing that I think is really interesting is that they win more often. So when you get to that kind of that really kind of hard point where someone has to make a sales choice, a trusted brand, a highly trusted brand, wins on that sales occasion significantly more often um, than a brand that's not trusted. We've talked about what companies can gain when they, when they get this trust, trust equation right. Yeah. Um, how do they actually do it, though? Well, so first of all, there are lots of really quite specific ideas in the connected life work. So that's one, one, one thing that we've you know, too much to cover here, I think. But I think the one thing will be just to remember that trust is built in a series of moments. And some of those moments are very small. Many of them are small. Some of them are large. And it's important to have that consistent, authentic view of who you are as a brand so that you perform in a consistent way in all of those moments. And then I think also understanding the ones where you really need to invest or arguably even 
overinvest, you know, the ones that make a big difference. Okay, then. I mean, just finally, there was an interesting point that was raised this morning around, I guess, the ethics uh, of, of trust. And um, I guess it was kind of pointing to a bit of a vacuum, I guess, in some institutions we've seen in Australia, the Royal Commission has kind of shaked the way that, shaken the way that people look at the financial institutions. Um, trust in government and other sort of public institutions is down globally. Is there a role or is there, a, is there a, I guess, a, an obligation perhaps uh, that brand managers, that brand strategists uh, are sort of obliged to perhaps fill that gap? Or is there, is, there, is there any kind of, I guess, a moral imperative there? We know that these things go hand in hand. I mean, there's a lot of evidence that, that, that doing business in a, doing it well um, and having a good brand and having success, you know, go hand in hand in many cases. Excellent, okay, thanks for your time. Pleasure.